Have you ever wanted to start your very own podcast? Sorry, that's a dumb question. Of course you wanted to start your own podcast. Podcasting's amazing. Head on over to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Use promo code GAMEPINIONS. And then you, that's right, you listening to this right now, you can have a free month of podcast hosting service. And also, if you take that promo code, you can also get a free month of stats so you can keep track of that podcast that you're working so hard on. Blueberry is incredible, and the features are simply amazing. I don't have time to talk about them, though, because I have to start my own show. So after this episode of Game Pinions, make sure you head on over to Blueberry.com, look up what it is all about, use promo code Game Pinions, and get started on an adventure of a lifetime. Welcome to Game Opinions episode 30. I'm your host, Kalman, and today we are back again for another episode of Game Opinions. I, I wanted this episode to more or less be a nice, casual, let's just have a conversation. There's not really going to be a real structure to the podcast. I just want to come on here and be able to kind of babble on about Death Stranding mainly because that's the game I'm still extremely hooked on, and I'll explain to you guys why in just a minute here. Um, I did want to start the episode off, though, by saying that I hope all of you had a wonderful Thanksgiving time. Um, I know I certainly did. I got, you know, I went to a couple different Thanksgiving meals during the day. So I had Thanksgiving lunch and Thanksgiving dinner. So I was all turkeyed out by the time the day was over. Um, And this is really a, a time of year to be thankful for a lot of things. I mean, you should always be thankful for you know, for things in your life throughout the entire year, not just this week, but this is kind of like, you know, there's extra attention drawn to it. If you guys can also hear like trucks and stuff outside, I'm sitting in a parking lot now. It is not raining, by the way. It was raining last time we recorded, but I'm sitting in a parking lot and there is like trucks and cars and buses driving by, a whole bunch of different vehicles. You know, I'll try to point them out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but no, so this is this kind of is like a, you know, extremely like magnified and it's more emphasized of, you know, being thankful for things th- during this time of year. Um, and I just wanted to thank each and every one of you that downloaded the last episode of Game Opinions, Game Opinions episode 29. I was not expecting the performance that that podcast, you know, did, that a podcast episode did, especially after a three-month hiatus. It was extremely um, shocking to me how well that episode did download-wise. So um, I'm extremely thankful for you guys for, for doing that and downloading and still giving Game Pinions a shot, even though we've we've been gone for such a long time and even now that we've returned you know, it's not the same as it was a few, you know, a few episodes ago, but, you know, like I said, last episode, we'll work up to that. Um, but in the fact that also the stats show that the majority of you guys stuck around the entire episode or a large portion was the 70 to 99 percentile, um, time frame in there, which was extremely impressive. So I am shocked and floored that you guys have stuck around. I mean, honestly, um, and, you know, I listened back to that episode and I made some adjustments. So 
last week there was some certain points in time where there was a lot of crazy noise that happened into the Zoom H1. I went ahead and tried to fix that with a nice little pop filter here. I don't have any monitoring headphones with me. I left all of my equipment back in Greensboro. So I can't really tell as I'm recording. Um, that's going to change soon. I'm probably going to swing by and pick up those headphones the next time I go uh, back to Greensboro. And I'll at least have that at the ready. Um, so this should, though, improve the podcast quality. There shouldn't be as much air being blown into the microphone. And I think it's really going to um, it's really going to help out a lot. So I guess I want to go ahead and hop into, you know, just what I'm up to in Death Stranding. I, I don't, like I said, I'm taking my time with this. You know, after you get home from work, you don't always have time to play, you know, five hours of Death Stranding per day. A lot of people have already beaten the game. I've stayed completely away from the spoilers. So, you know, if you guys are like me and are just kind of, you know, taking your time with the game, or, you know, it doesn't matter how you play it, but if you're just taking your time through the game and you're just enjoying it like me, then, you know, we can just have a nice little conversation here and just enjoy enjoy my, my ignorance as I try to describe what is going on in this game. So I have to first start off by saying that I, I went ahead and, and if you guys have seen my Instagram, which I don't know how likely that is, I purchased a knockoff Cupid necklace. It has one wrong letter on one of the, uh, the little tags and I, I I guess one of the little cupids, one of the little <laughs> metal uh, pendants. Uh, one of the letters just off in like the equation, but I mean it was twenty bucks compared to Kojima's three hundred and twenty-five dollar um, dura aluminum cupid necklace, which is actually not even available. Um, so I went ahead and, and snagged that. So if you guys can check on my Instagram, it's actually for twenty bucks. It's actually really nice. I feel like. I may or may not go in there and use an engraving tool and kind of just repair. It's a T instead of a R, um, so I might go ahead and maybe try to repair that. But it's a, it's a pretty hefty necklace. You can still wear it. I don't know how long you should probably wear it for. I don't really. I'm not really a, an expert on uh, how bodies function, but it's a pretty heavy necklace. Like it's it's pretty heavy. I'm not sure if it's um, the best thing to wear. But, you know, I think it's more or less about as heavy as my keys. And I wear that around my neck all the time. So I just kind of just, I just keep putting things on my neck. It doesn't even matter. Um, it's, a, it's a really cool necklace, though. You guys should go ahead and check it out. The quality's not bad. It's some kind of uh, metal alloy something. It doesn't really have, like, an, it's not stainless steel. Um, but it's, uh, it's some kind of metal that I would imagine would be pretty tough. Um, it does have kind of like a slight brushed metal look on the front of the tags where the engravings are. The back is very shiny, though. It's very mirror polished, and um, it, it doesn't look the best on the back. But for 20 bucks, though, if you want something that makes you feel like you have an item from the game, definitely recommend it. It's uh, I think it's currently sold out on Amazon. It sold out shortly after I got it. Um, but don't be put off by like the shipping cost because or the not the shipping cost the shipping speed because I got mine way earlier it wasn't supposed to get here until I think like December 11th or something and I ended up getting it like last week uh in November still so I can't even remember the date that's how that's how bad it's been um 
so yeah, so I, I got that. I also went ahead and got a little uh, Luden's uh, mini figurine, and uh, Kojima's customer service was pretty bad. Uh, I had my Apple Pay set up to my old address in Greensboro, and I contacted them right away because I realized that I made a mistake. And I told them the address I needed because they asked me to provide it. And then they just never really replied. And then they didn't reply back until it was too late. So it's just going to the wrong address. So it was not really the best customer service. I imagine they probably have a lot of people contacting them. So I'm not going to just bash them. But it was uh, I wasn't super happy with the experience. But hey, I just have to drive to Greensboro and pick up my package of mini figurines. And uh, it should it should be fine. So... Um, that's like the, the keychain that they have in the game. Uh, it's tied around uh, BB's BB pod. And um, it's uh, it's really neat. It's like a little artifact from uh, the game. And it's going to look awesome on my keys or if I decide to just display it somewhere. Um, maybe my desk at work. I don't know. But it looks, it looks um, like it's going to be really cool and I'm excited to get that. Um, but besides that, I haven't really looked into any other Death Stranding merchandise. But, I mean, I'm I'm all in on this game. Um, I think that's probably the biggest thing, the biggest, like, change, I think, from the last podcast, is that I am wholeheartedly in on this game. I just, I, I'm, I'm reading, I didn't read the reviews, and I didn't read what people really said about the game, except that it's not fun and all that. And honestly... Everyone has the right to their own opinions. Everyone's going to interpret a game differently. Everyone has their different tastes. But for the life of me, I cannot imagine why people don't think this game is fun. And I'm still in Chapter 3. I think I was in Chapter 3 last time. I'm still in Chapter 3. And I'm having a blast. And sure, maybe the game's going to get repetitive later on. Who knows? But honestly, this game's right up my alley. This game is... It's it's different and it's fun and it's interesting and the story is really good. I just I don't know for the life of me I just I can't imagine not liking this game. And at first I kind of I kind of saw what people were talking about, but as I've gotten more, you know, into the game and I've more or less embraced all of like the mechanics and how they work and how they function, how to be more efficient while playing, um, just traversing the environments, um, it's. You know, and even even getting into stressful situations with BTs, it's like this mix between exploration, stealth, um, you know, combat, almost strategic combat in a way. There was a one area I went into, um, and basically it was one of the cities that got destroyed in one of the explosions. And you know, I'm sitting there, and you know, I'm looking at all the different. Uh, things that I have to pick up because there was multiple pieces. I think it was like pieces of like metal or something that I needed to go in there and grab. I can't remember exactly what they were, but you just needed to grab a certain amount. I wanted to grab all of them. And as I'm walking around, I'm realizing like, crap, I want to pick all this stuff up. Luckily, I had a little, you know, carrier cart with me, but my my stuff was getting destroyed. There's BTs everywhere. My gun just gets destroyed. My grenades are getting destroyed. So I have like five grenades. There's like a ton of the BTs. So what I thought was going to be me going in there and wrecking shop ended up not being the case. I had to sneak around and strategically use my grenades while I had them because I ran out of I ran out of repair container spray. 
So it was just, there was just a mix of elements where I, I was just thinking like, wow, this is actually really interesting. And this is really, this is really fun. Like I wasn't expecting to run into issues like that. I wasn't anticipating it when it happened. And it was just really shocking, really surprised. And it's just, you know, you're out there in the field, you have all this equipment you're ready to use, and then half of it gets destroyed. And it's like more than half of it really in that situation. So you kind of have to just adapt. It's like, all right, we can't do it the way we wanted to do it. And we're just going to have to roll with what we have and do the best we can not get caught. And it's, uh, it's extremely, it's extremely fun. So I guess it, at this point in time where I'm at, and I don't want to spoil this for anybody, so you know I'm still in Chapter 3. So if you guys advance past Chapter 3 and you wanted to listen to, to what I think of the game, you are perfectly fine. But if you haven't gotten to Chapter 3 yet or you're still kind of working on Chapter 3, probably shouldn't you know listen to this too much you know maybe listen to it later and see you know how wrong I am or you know whatever whatever you want to do so in this in this like section right now I just ended up going to the uh you know like the junk dealer I guess or the junk peddler or whatever and I had to go to basically pick up his girlfriend which her mom I think it's like the artist or something some kind of artist I can't really remember what what it was it's like the names are so like hard for me to for to remember for some reason and usually I write all this stuff down but it's basically you know this this guy thought that you know it was kind of like Bridges and uh you know Fragile Express's fault that his girlfriend died in the explosion but it turns out his girlfriend didn't die and she was just you know at basically her mom's shelter and her mom told her because she didn't like the guy that he died so the the you know we had to bring the the girl like this little um i guess hourglass which we saw her holding in a little vision that um or a little hologram that i guess the the junk dealer was playing for us before he would talk to us it was really weird and kind of creepy actually when he was doing it but i guess it kind of makes a little bit of sense now he was really mean to us too and we went ahead and we you know went over to her we when I got to the the place, I was really confused, and I don't know if it specified that it was her mother or not when we were heading over there. Because if it did, I wasn't paying attention. I didn't realize that. So when we got over to like the the shelter, it's like this old lady that was talking to us, and I'm like, wow, did she like age or something? Did the did his girlfriend age? Like, did she get hit by time fall? It doesn't look like, you know, old, old, though, because Timefall looks like it makes you, like, wrinkly and stuff. But she looked old, so I was thinking, like, how long ago was this? Like, what the heck happened? So I'm looking at it, and I'm just like, okay, something's not right. And after the cutscene's over, I'm just completely, you know, confused. But then all of a sudden, the door opens, and out comes the girl holding the, the hourglass, wanting to, you know, wanting us to take her there. So here I am thinking, okay, so she's just going to walk with us. Like, we're just going to, you know, walk together. She'll walk behind me. She'll probably talk to me while we're walking. And, you know, it's just going to, it's going to be like that. That wasn't the case at all. This actually turned out that she had to be put in a, I guess, a timefall proof pouch. And I had to carry her on my back. It's like, what's going on? It's the weirdest thing. It's like she's just laying on the ground. 
<laughs> you have to zipper her up. It's it is the weirdest thing. And I was like, what is going on? Because I wasn't expecting that. I was just, you know, but it makes sense, I guess, if you think about it. But it's like, you're, you're delivering a person. It's just so stupid. It is so stupid. But it, it's it's hilarious, though, and very creative. And it's just very quirky. You know, it gives the game personality. It's like, that was something I wasn't expecting to see. And so it was like, similar to how the dead body was, only this time it was alive and talking and she remained safe you know no time fall touched her or anything nothing broke we didn't fall down with her on i did take her to the private room she just disappeared during that time not sure where she went but it was very weird <laughs> it was really weird and so they eventually they you know they, they team back up and, and they're together and um you know they got married she proposed to him on the spot and now he's going to be making us some awesome things. We got a, you know, exoskeleton that runs fast now, which is really cool. And it also has, um, you know, you can open up your, your hip space so you can put your packages on your hips. And there is a beautiful airplane flying above us right now. Um, this is the outdoor studio. So you have to you have to take into effect the beautiful outdoor elements. And that's an airplane that's flying by right now. So if you guys can hear that, that's great. And if you can't, well, <laughs> just take my word for it because there is an airplane. I'm not making things up. I'm not going crazy. Um, but yeah, so it's really interesting though. So we got this like exosuit. Um, I think I already said it. Um, it speeds up. You can put stuff on your legs. I don't think you can hold as much with it on. But, you know, there's time and place for everything. So if you need to carry more, I guess you can slip on the other one. If you need to be faster, you can carry on. Um, you, you know, you can use that other suit to kind of propel you. Um, the little carriers, which I don't know if I got to that point when I was talking to you guys last time um, during the last episode. But the little carriers are extremely helpful. Controlling them is kind of weird because it feels like a little skateboard. It feels like you're playing Tony Hawk. But if you hit a rock or something, like, your stuff goes everywhere. And it's terrible. So I don't really ride those as much as I used to. But they're really handy, especially for the missions where you have to go and collect a lot of things. And you're going to really rough environments, so it's really not optimal for using, like, your vehicle. It's uh, it's really handy. So And I haven't really noticed them using up a ton of the chiral crystals, which that was really my big concern. I'm like, am I going to blow through these chiral crystals if I use this thing? And apparently you're you really don't. So I'm not really too I'm not really too like worried about that anymore. And I think it offers a lot of function and they've been really helpful. Like going to the whole weather station thing, which I don't think I was at that point, um, last time, just climbing I went like the completely ridiculous way. I climbed up like the side of the mountain and had to, you know, go down and left in order to go onto the station. Well, really, if you keep, if you're on the shoreline and you just keep going left, I missed like a little path that you can just take right up to the weather station. It makes it such a better uh, path. There's no BTs that way. And it just, it's a way better way to go. Um, so I really made that hard on myself the first time I went up there. And I didn't want to go back up there again. I'm like, that was terrible. Like, I almost died. Like, I, I could barely stand up on that side of that mountain. It was really bad. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, you know, I think it was kind of late at night, and I was like, I'm just going to try to do this as I'm, like, half asleep. Um, but I did find a better way to get up there, so that's that's great. And now these carts are very helpful. And, you know, I have, like, the timefall shelters now. I have the ability to build the private rooms wherever I want. 
And I also, now also from the junk man, I think I also have a, um, a weapon that has like the, the bullets in it now. So it's like, I think it's a pistol, um, that is, I think lethal against BTs, at least I think so. Um, so that kind of, I guess, makes blood bags a little bit more important now to carry on me. And, you know, I do have a more powerful solution to killing these BTs because I did notice that they are starting to get a little stronger because my grenades, when I hit them, they don't always kill them now in one shot. Sometimes the, it'll turn red, the BT will turn red, but it'll come back as red. So it won't be like a, a black BT, it'll be a red BT coming back. So it takes a couple shots to kill it which is a little bit concerning, so it's good that I'm at least having, you know, a little bit better of a weapon now that I can kind of defend myself with, that seems to be doing the, the trick so far, it's kind of a different death animation, or a little, you know, repel animation than what it was before, so it is, it is a little bit different, um, and I don't know if I mentioned this to you guys last time, but I did end up dying early on in this game to, a BT and it was wasn't like you know the one everyone goes through it was a separate instance and the reason why this happened is because when you get attacked by those things and they're kind of reaching up the BTs are kind of reaching up through the ground trying to grab you if you walk to clear land while they're doing that and they're kind of at the border of their little um, like tar puddle you can you know pull your pants down and pee and it'll make them run away so I took this and I was like, okay, so I'm going to get caught by this squid. I'm out of grenades and I'm going to try to pee on this thing. So as I was peeing on him, he came over to me, picked me up and ate me and I died and there's a massive crater in the map. So I basically died because I tried to pee on, I guess I'm assuming that's still considered a BT and yeah, not the best, not the best way of, uh, of doing that. So don't pee on those things. It doesn't work, even though it is very intriguing. Um, just, just don't do it. Um, and I've also been, um, fighting against a lot of the mules. I don't know if I really got to that point last time, but you know, I've been, you know, hitting them with their car. Um, you know, I've had, you know, electric spears flying to me and all that. Um, I'm pretty sure I said that last time. I'm pretty sure. So I've I've had my share of fair fights with the the mules. I wasn't I didn't know that their vehicle like self charged when it was like you know sitting in the sun and staying still. And I got into a situation where I was stuck on a cliffside and there was just a ton of mules coming up and just and fighting me. So I've been having to fight, fought them off, then realizing that I can get back into my vehicle and be fine. And now where I stand is I'm just currently in the the junk dealers. Um, shelter and I have a few missions to, to do I have to deliver something to uh, Lake Knot and I also have to apparently Mama has some kind of chiral storm near her that she can't see but she wants me to go check it out and she said it's like nothing they've ever seen before so I'm assuming this is probably going to be another boss battle which will lead us to our next area that's kind of seems to be the trend or at least you know just based off what happened the last time it seems like you know this is very possible it's going to be a boss battle of some sorts and um I'm really looking forward to it actually that's what I'm going to be doing after work today I'm going to be going home 
I have to run and get some groceries and all that. But after that, I am just going to be hopping on Death Stranding. I'm going to be playing that. Um, that was honestly the highlight of my, uh, of my Thanksgiving vacation was just being able to go on and play some, some Death Stranding because it sure as heck wasn't the Eagles. I'm a big Philadelphia Eagles fan. I'm sure I've said it before. Um, I'm sure in some of my videos on YouTube, I probably am wearing Eagles gear. Um, man, that was from such a happier time when they won the Super Bowl, but they are just atrocious. They lost to the Miami Dolphins, which is one of the worst teams in football. So what's that say about the Eagles? And it's, it's just, it's terrible. So really the main thing, my main source of happiness has been, you know, spending time with Kimberly, obviously, but then also, you know, playing Death Stranding. It's really taken my mind off such a colossal failure that this NFL season has been for me personally. So Death Stranding is all I'm trying to think about. I'm in buying up all the merch I can. <laughs> if they release a good Sam uh, Porter Bridges um, like jacket, like raincoat. Oh man, I'm buying that right away. I don't even care. Um, but I'm, I'm fully into this game. I'm completely immersed. I love this game so far and you know, I'm, I'm just embracing it at this point, you know, say what you want about it, but it's just, it feels completely fresh. You know, I don't know how many hours I'm in. I'm like I said, I'm still in chapter three, but I've been playing quite a bit and I am not tired of it. I mean, there was a certain point in time when I turned this game on and I was like, you know, I think that first little area that you're in and you have to kind of walk and pick up some things during that area. I'm just like, Oh boy, like I'm in for, I'm in for a really long and tiring game experience because I've kind of went based off what people said about it. After I got past that area though, and I started you know, hearing the music, you know, Low Roar is amazing. Their soundtrack is so good in this game. It is matched perfectly. Like, Kojima picked the best music to go with this song. Like, the, the best music possible he chose for this game. He matched the profile perfectly. You know, that game helps, or that, that music helps set sets up the environment um, just to be completely immersive, believable. It's, it's really, really good. And... I completely lost my train of thought there, <laughs> but basically it's, it's just, you know, it just feels so fresh and, you know, the story just really captured me in it. It really brought me in and, and just, you know, kept me there. And I honestly cannot stress enough how impressed I am with how fun this game is. I mean, it's, it just goes beyond, it's sure you deliver stuff, but it's just, it's a f just fun. I mean, that's, that's like what you do. It's, it's a lot of traveling. It's a lot of, you know, figuring out what you need. You know, it's a lot of kind of calculation. I mean, you might mess up in choosing your gear. You might overcrowd yourself with certain gear that you don't need. You know, you might over encumber yourself. You have to figure out a way to, to transport this stuff and to do it effectively. And, you know, utilizing private lockers is something that I've kind of picked up recently. And I'm just like, wow, this makes sense. If, if, if it's a partial delivery that I'm not ready to, you know, send in yet, I'll just place in the private locker, go back, grab what I need. Luckily, with these with these new, um, you know, carrier carts, you know, that's kind of more or less a thing in the past. I don't really need to do that now because I kind of have the equipment, you know, that I can can take and use. But it's you know, it's, it's just, you know, you can utilize the, the new equipment that you have, 
But then, you know, you also have the option to, you know, if you have like a vehicle, you can utilize that. There's just different things. And sometimes you're just without that stuff. You know, you're in a situation like I, I lost my bike in a, <laughs> in a crash, unfortunately. So I just had to bust out my carriers and, you know, pick up my stuff and keep going. I mean, I wasn't going to trek all the way back. You know, luckily I packed a few ladders. I was able to climb out of where I needed to climb out of. It's really just, you know, you have to strategically prepare. And you have to be careful with what you pick. So sometimes you'll need something that you don't have. Or sometimes you'll predict right, you know, based on what you've used in the past. So it's it's just, it's very interesting. And it's it's something that, you know, I really wasn't expecting with this game. Like, I wasn't hyped up for this game really too much at all. And it's just one of those things, like I said in the last episode, where curiosity really got the best of me here. And I, I'm so happy that it did because this, honestly, you know, a lot of people are upset that it's in the running for, you know, a game of the year nomination. You know, it's, it's one of the potential, you know, nominees, um, that could potentially win. And people are upset about it because, you know, it's it's a boring game or it's not good. I I just disagree. You know, I honestly disagree. You know, you have to really have an open mind that not everybody needs constant action all the time. And honestly, I feel like this game has a decent amount of action. I feel like, you know, every time I play this game, it honestly feels the opposite of repetitive. Sure, there's like side missions that, you know, might repeat themselves after you've completed it. But it's really just to help you, you know, gain, uh, you know, the five-star ratings. You know, I've had some missions repeat that, you know, after I completed all of them, they just kind of started looping around again. But it's just, you know, deliveries. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, having like an Amazon button that you press, you know, a virtual button that you press to deliver things at certain points in time. It's, you know, more or less the same. It's like, hey, if you need beer now, you're probably going to need it again in a month, right? So it's, it's, uh, you know, I just, I feel like it's, it's not repetitive at all. I feel like it's, every time I go on there, I feel like I'm experiencing something different or I'm doing something a different way than I did it the time before. And it just feels fresh. It feels fresh every time I log on there. I've yet to get burned out on this game. And I've spent, more than enough time. I've spent more time than I probably should have, you know, in chapter three. And you would think that once you are on a chapter for a long time, you're going to be extremely tired of that area that you're exploring. But honestly, I mean, I could probably spend another 10 hours on this chapter and I probably will spend another 10 hours on this chapter before I advance to the next one. Because I like to explore. I like to find the different things that are around. And there's things that I've missed so far that I want to go back and try to and try to find. And I just feel like there's there's so much that I can be doing in the game that it's just it's too much to feel repetitive. And I honestly feel like this game is at least from the point I'm at, and I feel like a lot of people you know, a lot of problems with reviews is that you don't play the game all the way through. Most of the time, I'd, I'd be willing to bet most of the time that reviews are, you know, written and all that. There's just not enough time to play the game all the way through. So you kind of just, you kind of just play it what you can and you, you move on. You know, you write what you can about the game. And that's why I think, you know, another reason why I think review scores are stupid because a lot of these are based off unfinished playthroughs of the game. 
in unrealistic conditions. Things that normal players aren't going to be playing these games under those conditions and restrictions. So I honestly feel like this game is very deserving of game of the year and it's you know and it's it's hard for me to say that at this point because I'm I'm only on chapter three. <laughs> I can't stress that enough. So but for me, from what I've played so far, and this is always subject to change, this is always gonna have something next to it, a little asterisk next to it. The subject to change. But I think that so far this game definitely deserves the consideration. I think there's enough here, even in these first three chapters, to me that warrants at least a consideration, at least a look at a Game of the Year nomination. Not that I feel like that award really means too much. I mean, there's so many good games out there. There's so many good, awesome games out there that, you know, are probably deserving of it too. But there's something very special about this game, at least to me, not everyone's going to get it. That's fine. But there's something special, at least to me, that this game offers that I just haven't really felt in a lot of other games. And I am extremely excited to continue on this journey of Death Stranding. And I'm going to keep coming on here. I'm going to keep making (laughs) podcast episodes that are more or less dedicated to Death Stranding. And, you know, that's, that's the thing. I mean, the thing with this podcast is that right now it's a one-man show. And I can only play so much. I mean, I'd love to be able to play, you know, 10 different games every year. And at one point in time, I could. But that's just not realistic. So when I play a game and I really like it, I'm going to stick with it for a while. It's going to take me a long time to beat it. It's hard for me to compare this to other games this year because, quite frankly, I haven't played a lot of games this year. At least not a lot of new games this year. I mean, I, I've i talked about games on the different podcasts and stuff. And, you know, it's also, you know, recency bias. You need to keep that in mind, too. But out of all the games I've mentioned this year that I've played this year, the one that stands out most of all thus far is Death Stranding. So, I mean, there's a good chance that once I beat this game, it's going to be one of my contenders for Game Pinion's Game of the Year. And that's really just, you know, one-sided on me. And I'm hoping by then we're going to have our our team back and we'll be able to discuss, you know, different perspectives on Game of the Year. But, you know, I also, I'd like to, I like to talk about other games, too, for Game of the Year nominations. See, my Game of the Year, because I can't afford to get a whole bunch of brand new games every year. It's just, it's not possible. You can't do it. So, you know, my Game of the Year rewards this year, I think we're going to end up, you know, going through and and talking about older games, too. So... That's that's you know a little bit of a sneak preview for our game of the year episode. But that's all the time I have today. So I hope you guys enjoyed the rant. I hope you guys really had you know fun listening in on me just rambling on and on about Death Stranding. And hopefully we can do this again soon. <laughs> so probably same time next week. Hope you guys have a wonderful day. I hope you guys once again had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next time. Game Pinion's a